On this episode of the Resetter Podcast, I bring you Doug Wolfkin from Kauai Pharmacy. So let me give you a little background on this conversation. We, My husband and I were in Kauai for a couple of weeks back in March, and we stumbled upon Doug's uh, regenerative farm. And on a vacation moment, we decided to go and get a tea tasting and explore what he was, you know, his products and what he was demonstrating that he's growing within his regenerative farm. But something magical happened when we showed up. There was a, a vibration change. There was a calmness that came over us. There was a general lift of energy. Something magical was going down on this farm. And we had been on the island for a couple of weeks, so it was just a real energetic shift. We spent several hours there really understanding his products and how they relate to the overall healing of the human body. And I've been become so enamored with the concept of using high-quality plant medicine to heal us. And when I say high-quality, you're going to hear that in this episode. This is not what you will find in your grocery store. This isn't even what you'll find at your farmer's market. So in this episode, you're going to learn about how you can use something as simple as curry powder or something as simple as Tulsi tea to be able to bring your cells back into homeostasis. We even talked about all different types of detoxing and how gentle detoxing through the concentration of high quality plants like Doug is offering can actually gently detox you and bring your body back into balance after you have been living a life of high stress, high toxicity. How do we use plants to lovingly bring us back into balance? This is herbal medicine like you've never heard before. So I am so excited to bring Doug to you. He did such a brilliant job of breaking down what we need to know about plants. He did an incredible job talking about the differences between drinking it and putting it on our skin. And I really, truly am excited to bring you this episode. I feel like it's a true gift to give you because what he's up to is magic. So Doug from Kauai Pharmacy, I highly recommend you dive into not only this episode, but what he is offering the world because it's truly special. Enjoy. Hey, Dr. Mindy here and welcome to season four of the Resetter podcast. Please know that this podcast is all about empowering you to believe in yourself again. If you have a passion for learning, if you're looking to be in control of your health and take your power back, this is the podcast for you. Enjoy. Hey, Resetters, as we step into the new year, I am so thrilled to invite you on an extremely transformative journey with me in my Reset Academy. So check this out. If you're ready to kickstart your fasting and health journey, which I know so many of you have reached out to us and asked how you customize a fasting lifestyle for you, my Reset Academy is the absolute best place to be. So here's what you get in the Academy. And I like to think of it in terms of a complete picture. So imagine being surrounded by people who understand your journey, who are passionate for fasting, who want to lift you up and will support you every step of the way. 
My Academy is not just me, my team, but it is an incredible group of people that are all dedicated to building fasting lifestyles and supporting each other in it. This is why I created the Reset Academy. So when you join, you gain access to all the exclusive calls where my team and I share the latest insights, we answer your burning questions, and we guide you towards your health goals. That's not it. We didn't stop there. By becoming a member, you're not just investing in a membership, but you're investing in yourself. I am such a fan of setting you up to win this year. And my academy is the best place I know to do that. I want to keep you focused. I want you to customize this for you. And I want you to succeed at your health goals this year. End of story. So if you're ready to unlock your fullest potential and embrace a fasting lifestyle, join me. If it feels good, join me. And let's make this year an incredible year for us all. So all you got to do is go visit drmindypels.com slash Reset Academy to become a member. I can't wait to welcome you. I can't wait to see you on the Zoom calls. I can't wait to be in community with you. And most importantly, let's get your health goals handled and let's do this together. It's so much better together. Together. So that's drmindypels.com slash Reset Academy. Excited to see you there. Okay, Doug, for starters, I have to welcome you to my podcast. I feel like the first time I met you, I was in shorts and a flip flop and flip flops. And uh, now you're seeing the professional version of me. So let me start off by just welcoming you. I'm so excited to have this conversation. Thank you, Mindy. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Uh, I know the first time you came kind of undercover on the farm, I didn't quite know, you know, who you were. I'm so honored to be here. Here's where I want to start this conversation, because there's so much that I want my audience to understand about your products, what you're up to. But I think your story is really fascinating because so many people are starting to understand it's time to slow down. So talk a bit, little bit about how you went from a high-stressed life to being a regenerative farmer on Kauai. So that was quite some time ago. Um, I used to do private equity real estate. Uh, finance stuff in my 20s. Uh, so that was early 2000s. And I left that world when I was 30. Not sure what I was going to do. I definitely wanted to change, wanted to see what else was out there. Um, and then we had our first child. And mm. my wife and I, Jenna, who we both owned together, Kauai Pharmacy, and founded it together. Um, we went to Kauai really to find just a journey and and we were definitely on a healing in a healing space for sure um we were both challenged i was 30 pounds heavier than i am now um and my wife had some challenges with her birth our, our firstborn and we wanted to just tap into something new and also really take responsibility for our our health that was that was mm. important to us so as that as that idea of taking responsibility came to fruition, I mean, Kauai was was the place that had all this medicine. I mean, we so we we traveled mm -hmm. to Hawaii, and and when we got there, yeah, this this medicine was being put in front of us. And we first started with noni leaf, and um, we were kind of putting it on our skin and making tea with it, and realizing just wow, this powerful leaf, um, you know, so profound in its in its healing attributes. And we didn't know such medicine existed. It, 
it was mm. it was new for us. I mean, I I thought all medicine came in a bottle. So yeah, so this leaf, uh, we would just put it in, in water and and heat it up and make tea out of it, and um, we just started there. And the slowing down process, honestly, it was quite the unwinding, uh, and still is. You know, mm. I've mm. been it's been fifteen years on island. Uh, we did a lot of work, and the first twelve. 12-ish years were more in the physical space uh, for me at least and I cleansed you know cleaned out a lot of the toxicity that was in you know in my physical being um, whether it be the wonder bread from the, my childhood or um, so much of the other foods that I had gobbled up um, during my life at that time but and then the last few years the you know it became the slowing down process became as much about just realizing activity, you know, this idea of like what, like being more and doing less really mm. is the idea mm. um, or, or yeah. higher, higher production and lower consumption. Right. So what is, mm. what does that mean? And, and really leaning into that concept because that's where the power is for me. Um, yeah. That's yeah. where slow, that's how to like, cause slowing down, it can be elusive, you know, your mind can go, you know, your mind can go the other way. Explain that a little bit more because I, I can tell you for my own self that I'm very cognizant of the fact that I need to start to slow down. And even in some small little way, every time I do it, I feel like every cell in my body says, speed up, stop sitting on the couch, stop slowing down. Like, I think our nervous systems become so conditioned to this modern world that slowing down actually feels like torture. So talk, how did you, how did you manage the feelings that came as you were slowing down? Slowing down is, yeah, not an ideal description of, of the truth of it. It's really alignment, right? Mm. Um, that's really what we're trying to find. That's what we're seeking is alignment. And, you know, we're seeking alignment really with the universe um, and then within. The, the slowing down is more of like, you, you know, that's like the punishment part. That's the pain and suffering. Um, and you really, ideally, you, you avoid it. You know, you, you can, you know, um, transcend the slowing down and, and work yourself into alignment. So, yeah, because yeah, like I said, the slowing down can be a lot of pain and suffering. Um, yeah. So you don't really, because you don't really know, you know, you don't really know what to do. So the question is how, you know, getting into alignment, you're refining your energies, right? You're refining your physical, mental, emotional, and energetic being so that it's in alignment with the universe. And as you do that, it feels like slowing down is the same thing as speeding up and everything is mm. ideally, you know, joyful, if you will. Um, and you're able to take on the biggest tasks of the day and also get rest when rest is, you know, is calling. Yeah. I love that, that the slowing down feels like speeding up because it does. It really, I mean, and I've only, I'm only at the beginning of learning how to do this. So t talk to me a little bit what, about this idea around plants being medicine because, and how that ties into the slowing down, because I, I, I'll just tell you what I saw when I was on your farm, um, I, I definitely saw a, many blissful individuals, not just you, but everybody there seemed to have just a peace and joy about them. 
there was something magical when I got out of my car that I could smell all these smells coming from the plants that you have on your farm. You could feel a vibrational shift in the air. And I've heard you say this many times. I've heard you say it today. I've heard you say it when I was on your farm, that that the medicine, that this is medicine. And so talk a little bit about how you went from this high-stressed life to the Kwai farm to using the plants to start to heal your body. What is it about plants that we can use to help in the healing that we need to have from our modern rushing lifestyle? Big question. Um, it is big. I know. It's a, it's so, there's so much to the plants at the same time. It's the simplicity, right? It goes, mm. it's the, the, we're after. So mm. it's like, it's, you know, words like cleansing, detoxing are certainly there, but also, you know, words like life force and circulation are also part of the plant medicine. So mm -hmm. um, there's no linear aspect of it. It's, it encompasses all that mother nature has to offer at the same time, you know, it's holistic. It's, you know, it's oneness in its, in its delivery. So like you're you're accessing all the powers of Mother Nature, the the full spectrum rainbow, right? So you know orange turmeric and red chili peppers and cacao, you know magnesium and all the different vitamins and minerals and and nutrients in the ground that aren't really accessible to human beings right now. That those those rare spices and and herbs that created the spice wars of yesteryear and, and the spice islands and, and the spice, all of that, you know, even the, the Indian tea and spice company, basically the, the birth of, of global capitalism um, was mm -hmm. birthed on the back of herbs and spices. And so people were after this life force. And today that life force has gotten homogenized. It's gotten fertilized. Mm -hmm. It's gotten, you know, stale, old. And so people look at herbal medicine as I did growing up and said, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. Right. Cause it doesn't. Right. Cause it doesn't. Right. <laughs> like it's, but if you take the intention and it's, it's as simple as backyard gardening, you know, I mean, certainly on Kauai, we're going to deliver another level of vitamins and minerals. It's, it's going to be kind of, you know, beyond the, the level you could do elsewhere, just, just given the soil um, and the air and the water. But in any case, freshness, intention, what you can do in your backyard gardens with herbs like mint and lemon balm, just drinking those, those plants every day, lavender, um, so many. I mean, if you look at the, the herbs from, they, they used in the most powerful empires in the world, whether it be Greece, you know, the Roman Empire, um, India, Africa, all during those times, what did those cultures, how were those cultures raised to have massive populations? And yep. their, their medicine cabinet, thousands and thousands of years was plant medicine and it was fresh plant medicine. And it was plant medicine that was, that was highly, highly sought after and honored. And so the, the herbs, they come into the body, the, the beautiful colors and just like a beautiful river attracts beautiful birds, these beautiful herbs come into the body and they, and they clean 
you know, an otherwise polluted self. Um, or if the body's clean, they'll, they'll help, you know, resonate and, and magnify an already beautiful being um, with more colors of the rainbow. And again, yeah. beautiful vitamins and minerals. You know, I, I love this word life force because I think it's really key to what you have created there. So would you say that when we're looking at the modern world, we're looking at the toxic food, the toxic thoughts, the toxic lifestyle, it's depleting the life force. But when we come to plants and herbs, what we're doing is we're rebuilding the life force in the body. But I, what I've heard you say many times and why I think herbal medicine gets discredited is that the life force of this of these plants comes from the soil. So if the soil is depleted and doesn't have enough nourishment and energy and life force in it, what they're growing out of that is going to be depleted, which is perhaps why your products work so well. And, and the best way that I could explain it in my own personal use is those darn black peppercorns you gave me that almost one peppercorn lit my mouth on fire. I had never tasted a peppercorn like that. So is it that herbal medicine doesn't get enough credit right now because what we have access to is a weaker energy source than what you're growing on Kauai Farm? Yeah, no question. I mean, like I said, they we talked about the Spice Wars before. They traveled 18 months to two years. Christopher Columbus would travel from you know Spain to the Spice Islands and lose 200, 100 men over a two-year period and come back with black pepper. Why did he do that? That's not what's on the table today. He did that yes. because he went yeah. after, he was going after life-saving medicine. And if you look at the numbers, I mean, I don't, I don't really love to get into this, but it's, it's gotta be said, the spread between the money we invest in our herb plant medicine cabinet, you know, true plant medicine, um, and what we invest in so many other industries, but let's just call it pharmaceuticals for now because it's the most relatable, um, is just massive, right? You're talking yeah. like, like here's this little, in, it's not, I wouldn't even call herbal medicine an industry. I wouldn't even call it a, like it gets no money. There's no support. Yeah. So you have people in Vermont, you have people in New Hampshire, people in Seattle holding it down. San Francisco, outside of San Francisco, they're holding it down, the herbalism trade. You know, why? To take care of their families, take care of, you know, their communities. As a, as a culture, right, the American culture, the Western culture, our investment, you know, we're not vested in herbal medicine. There's, there's no, no there's no vestment. Yeah. So, so not being yeah. vested, having no knowledge of, having no experience of, it's just so, it's such a big part and, and changing that story, rewriting that story, you know, the new, yeah. na- the new narrative, that's what, that's what needs to happen. Um, and, and what happens is foundationally, you've changed, you've changed every molecule in your body because the alkalinity in your, this is radical alkalinity. So yeah, when you get your, mm. when you get to pH, you know, seven, two, and you're this beautiful spring water and you can ease and grace grace through life then that's great you can eat salads and and soups and you're cruising but before that you know how do you how do you interrupt a 
mm. a toxic diet. You know, it's mm. like, it's easy for me to rah, rah, you know, you got to stop eating that food. But it's like, well, you've been feeding me this food since yeah. the day you gave me the milk. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I so ran, well right said. out. You've been giving me this yeah. toxicity and now you're telling me 50 years later, I got to stop? Yes. I'm, I'm hooked. Yes. So yes. The, the radical alkalinity of herbal medicine comes in. And, and I can tell you it comes in, the, the, the genius of it, it, can, it comes in as softly and gently as you would like, mm. you know? And mm. that's, that's the brilliance of it. And as it comes in so gently, you know, you can drink a half a cup, you can brew it strong, you can brew it light, you can sprinkle a little bit on your food, you can sprinkle a lot on your food. What's the worst that can happen? You detox a little more, you detox a little less, the side effects are a little headache. You know, that's kind of the way it rolls. It's not, mm. you know, the side effects do not have to be told on a commercial. You know, that's mm. not the type of side effects they were talking about. Oh, so about. well said. You that know? was so well said. Yeah. <laughs> so um, so in any case, that's, you know, that that's where herbal medicine holds the key is it's foundational mm. in its radical alkalinity. And that alkalinity is inevitably what's going to move the acidity in the body to a a pH that is more in balance with it's more in balance with, with the universe and, and with, with everyday health. So I've teamed up with Tony Horton. Do you know Tony Horton? He was the creator of P90X, one of the most revolutionary at home fitness programs. And we created together a new fitness program called Power Sync 60. And it is literally, this program's never been done. It is a revolutionary 60-day program for both men and women. So here's why I want you to join us, is that we literally created PowerSync 60 with you in mind. So it doesn't matter if you're a cycling woman, a postmenopausal woman, or a man, one of the things I brought to Tony was that when we work out, we have to think about our hormones. And he had never done that in the millions of workouts that he's created in his lifetime. We also included a free bonus meal plan and a customized tailor way you can eat right for yourself. Also, of course, we put some fasting in there and it was a beautiful meeting of the minds. So I, it, this is like a passion project that I'm so excited to share with you. And in order to get it, all you got to do is visit drmindy.org and use the code PS60PELS. So PS60 and then my last name, PELS, P-E-L-Z, to get 20% off. And you get lifetime access to the program. So that's drmindy.org and you use the code PS60PELS to join all of us. I'm actually doing this myself right now. So come join me, my community on this incredible journey. I am so proud to bring this to you. I really like this idea of looking at our toxic lifestyle, whether it's physical, emotional, chemical toxins as polluting our body. So you're now in a polluted state, which puts you more in this acidic state, which you know, every cancer researcher, you know, every chronic disease comes from this acidic state. So that I love the terminology around that because I think we don't we don't give enough credit to the damage that toxic living can do to to our health. 
And we don't give enough credit to the power of bringing the body back into alkalinity. So when we look at the plants on your farm and you're dealing with a polluted body, what is our first door in? And I, and I know you have a, a lot of amazing products, but how do we begin the journey from acidity, pollution to alkalinity, peace, um, and, and, you know, health within the body? So the name of our farm is Kauai Pharmacy. We have four acres. We have about 20 people working on the farm. So gardeners, um, people crafting, so alchemists, and then people educating and doing fulfillment. We do everything from the farm. Um, we started with the farm growing a small blend, like a blend of, of five different herbs. And it was our first product. It was called wellness tea. We called it wellness tea. And mm. It still exists today. And it's, it's, it's five basic herbs. And these, you know, what we do is it's not revolutionary by any means. It's avant-garde relative to what's been going on in the last 50 years. But, you know, the ancients were doing this, you know, in their backyards. So, and, I, and they're, it's happening all over America in, in backyards as well, which is taking herbs that they've been using all over the world, ginger, turmeric, lemongrass, tulsi. Those are the four basic herbs that we believe should be in your diet every single day. Um, hmm. And so what, is, what are those doing? Lemongrass, we use, you know, 99, I think 98% of the world's lemongrass is used for house cleaners, as a house cleaner. Wow. Which is, which is a, and you couldn't source really good lemongrass. So that just shows you how backwards the Western world is, is that we're spraying yes. a wet lemongrass on our floor, yet we should be drinking it. And yep. yet in Thailand, it's in breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Lemongrass. Interesting. Breakfast, lunch, and Interesting. dinner. So, and what does it do? What, so what is lemongrass? It's cleaning. It's cleaning. Ah, you know, it's and, cleansing. And yeah, it's cleansing. And listen, it, it, this is not about, you know, the detox is like emergency, right? Mm. Like we, I, I know you talk a lot about, um, a lot about fasting and, you know, ideally we get to a place, and I know you talk about stages where we're fasting from a place of, of innate weight mm. you know it's like it, that's mm. what's comfortable for us and the same thing goes with things like lemongrass they're in our our food every day and then over as a result we're cleaning every day we don't have to cleanse we don't have to detox right yeah. that's a that's a lot of pain and suffering i'd rather a lot yeah it's a lot and so 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 we keep going lemongrass so turmeric um really, you know, sourcing the right turmeric. We, you know, Kauai grows amazing turmeric. Knowing, knowing where you get your turmeric from is, is key. All different levels of, of quality there. So it's really going to help reduce inflammation, increase your immune system. In India, they use it for, for makeup, for the skin, to keep the mosquitoes away. So it's, it's renowned as a second skin. You know, in India, they have malaria there. So it's important. You know, these are, these are, mm. these are masks. These are, these are protective items. So immune system is not this like, this esoteric concept it's 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 an immune you put a you put a second skin on your body right so yeah. as you eat the turmeric like you don't worry about things like radiation they don't even affect you because the turmeric's inside you right they don't protecting you protecting you yeah and it's like oh it's somebody, oh i don't like the radiation. no 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 just just eat the turmeric and you won't even be thinking about the radiation it's yeah. too it's it's not there because you are building your immune system in real time. So that's turmeric. And again, the anti-inflammatory aspects of turmeric, you know, healing the, every, in my opinion, every physical ailment um, manifests through inflammation. 
So, mm-hmm. you know, like when I eat inflammatory foods, I can feel it in my hot spots, right? So I have a little mm. sh- shoulder thing. So if I, if I eat a little, you know, inflammatory food, I just, my shoulder just feels a little tight. And, and if I keep eating those foods, I will continue to tighten up my shoulder to the point where it'll, be, it'll begin to numb and then it'll begin to grow. Like we talked about, you know, cysts or tumors or all kinds of stuff. Um, and, and we begin to get numb from the feeling, which started, you know, so started as a, as a small little inflammatory food. And so, yeah. um, you know, moving forward to ginger, ginger is all about that fire, uh, metabolism, you know, really helping, you know, we talked about, uh, less, less consumption, more production, Ginger really is all about that. Really, you know, a lot of people are overweight and they can't even they can't even get on a treadmill or they can't go for a run. They can't exercise. They're too they have ailments. They might mm-hmm. be too, you know, older. So the ginger is going to work for you, right? It's going to burn, mm. it's going to burn. Mm. And and you know, integrating that ginger in so it's in it's also in this wellness tea. It's these herbs are in almost all of our teas. Ginger, turmeric, lemongrass, and the fourth one is tulsi. Um Tulsi or holy basil is an herb that um, they've been using in India for, you know, thousands of years. And um, although I have experience with it, it's people have much more knowledge of Tulsi than me. Uh, it's, but it's been such an honor to grow and, and utilize this plant for awareness, really um, yeah. awareness. So it helps with the breath. It helps with opening up the respiratory system getting becoming aware of, of your digestive tract um, and and what's what's healing for you I, I drank a Tulsi tea I actually one of the first blends I made was Tulsi um, my wife and I were on this um, property that had a beautiful herb garden and we were, I was making a, a sage lemon balm Tulsi mint tea and the Tulsi mm. was so profound in this tea and it I could feel my awareness to like who I was, what was happening to me. I mean, I was 30 pounds heavier. My son was, you know, running circles around me. I was 36 years old. And it was like, what is going on? Like, where is wow. this, where is this headed? And, wow. and I was drinking the tea and the Tulsi was just so profound in its wake up call. It was such a wake up call for me, um, spiritually speaking. And it was just like, it was the it was the beginning. It was the first door to open for me in the mm. spir- in the spiritual realm. Yet so gentle in its ways, you know. And it's mm. and it's one of those herbs that's like when I say awareness, like how does it relate to health? Well, you know, you walk into a cold room and you put a jacket on, or you have to go to the bathroom, so you don't hold it for, you know an hour or two like or you're thirsty and you take a drink of water all those things that like the awareness of them sometimes the consciousness you know and next thing you know it's two days gone by and you haven't had a sip of water and you remember you know at one point you were on it you were conscious about it right and now all yeah. of a sudden two days go by or you haven't rested or you haven't slowed down or those things haven't happened so the tulsi really helps um solidify that awareness and having tulsi tea and you know on the daily is, is critical so that wellness tea um, and again, all across all our teas, you'll basically find ginger, turmeric, lemongrass, and Tulsi. So how to start, you know, I think, you know, from our farm, you can't really go wrong. There's a lot of blogs that we have going on our website, um, a lot of videos on YouTube. 
that we have going and drinking tea, putting it in the fridge as iced tea, um, putting our superfoods, our endurance powder with our ashwagandha, having that in your, in your smoothie. Uh, you'll just see a different level. I mean, I don't know of, of many, if any superfoods that you can access, you know, the source. Um, and that's got to change. That's got to change. I'm, I'm, I'm proud to say that we, we, you know, you can access the source with us, but there's, there needs to be more sources like us. Yeah. And I can tell you just from being on your farm, like after a couple hours there, when we left, we literally felt different. And my husband and I were trying to figure out what it was. And there was also the, whatever that was coming off of the plants, there was a smell or like some molecule of healing that was coming off these plants. There was, it, it was just something I had never experienced before. So talk a little bit, and I really don't want people to lose this because I watch so many people go down the herbal medicine path only to be disappointed. Why can't I listen to a podcast like this and just rush out and get some curry, organic curry powder at Whole Foods and sprinkle it on my food and expect the same healing result. Does it have to do with the soils in which it's grown in? Does it have to do with small batch versus large batch? Like how, and how do we navigate whether something's just a, a, a really um, intense version of perhaps an old spice we're used to, to using? How do we know the difference between a healing spice and, a, and one that may be more generic? Yeah, it's a wild concept. And I can't tell you that I truly understand. I'm going to kind of default to a little bit of ignorance here because I don't, I don't really understand that industry except for, you know, my, the experience that I have with, as it relates to cinnamon and black pepper and things like that, that you can get in abundance, stevia. I just look at those and, and see, um, I don't, I don't feel any medicine in any of those. Um, yeah. And I haven't for quite some time. So, but I think if I step back for a moment and just appreciate what it takes to, to heal oneself and use, mm. eat nourishing foods. Um, you know, we, we all have professions and we approach our professions with, with such diligence and such commitment and such professionalism. It's just incredible. The commitment that we have to our professions, to how we keep our home, um, mm. to the cleanliness of our cars, the cars we drive. I mean, it just, it goes on and on and on. But when it comes to the way we approach our food, there's this level of lax. Yeah, so well you know, said. And, yeah. and we, we choose to not cross our T's and dot our I's. Yeah. But like a B minus or a B plus is, you know, is not acceptable on our English paper. But right. it, it's totally, <laughs> it's totally cool. It's totally cool to put a B minus in our mouth. You know, so or, well said. Right? It's totally okay. Yes. It's actually, in fact, like live a little bit. Have a D. Right. Have a D and an F. Oh. You know? Wouldn't that be interesting? You just actually got me thinking, wouldn't that be interesting if we had some kind of health rating like that on every food Oof. so that you could be like, hey, this is an F in health. It might, you might like the taste of it, but just know it scored an F. Like, would that change? Because we're so success driven, we're so grade driven. Like, would that change the way people would approach food? It's a really Ooh. interesting thought. 
So, and then, and then the premise of just, okay, so, and the why, right? I don't, you know, F doesn't feel good. You know, I, people know they're eating the bad food. They don't need an F to tell them that they're eating the bad food. So now the question is the why, and it's like, well, because the good food's gonna make you feel good. And, and how do you trust that? And how do you trust the process? And what's the outcome and the fulfillment, right? The, the fulfillment of your life, right? That you get, to, mm. you get to enjoy your life and then potentially explore other dimensions even, you know, and, and really make the, the best of this journey. Mm. So, um, I mean, that's the why. And so when yeah. you mentioned the A to F, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of funny because on one end, you know, I'm sure a lot of people would not appreciate that. You know, it's like, no. it's kind of serious. And it's like, but at the same time, the seriousness is, is, is kind of moving into a place in which you start to respect yourself more, right? Because- <sighs> So well said. Because so the, well the said. truth of it is you're, you're hiding from, you're disrespecting yourself when you eat those foods and drink that liquid. And then you're hiding in a space of, you know, lack of a better word, in the party space, right? Um, yeah. And and you party only to have have a crash later. And as you get yeah. older, as you get older, there's no avoiding the crash. The crash has become, you know, it, it's like the the binges become shorter because you can't access them for, long, you know, you can go on longer binges when you're younger. Um. And so, so the lessons become shorter and then it's like, why am I even doing this? It's only a one day binge and I, I get nothing out of it. Um, so in any case, yeah, the, the idea is that you're able to create that foundation in which you can, you can bring in those experiences on a consistent basis and they, and they add onto themselves and, and the, the A-like you know, living, right? There can yeah. be some, there can be some B pluses, you know, lots of lessons all over the place, always, right? I think the way you, you explain this is really beautiful because I believe as we age, we, our cells, not our, not our mind or our spirit, but our cells become less tolerant of the abuse. And so what they do is they give you more fatigue. They give you more cravings. They give you more more anxiety in your brain. And all of that is just a cry from your cells to stop physically, emotionally, chemically toxifying them. And so you really bring up a really interesting point where I think we have to look at the wisdom of aging as when you have these aches and pains in your body, when you're, when you're not, your mind isn't at that performance level, it's just your cells saying, enough, I can't handle it anymore. You've got to do something different. And I can tell you with women that as we get over 40, we don't have that neurochemical armor of estrogen, progesterone that used to protect us. And so our cells are just so exposed, which is why I'm so intrigued as a 53-year-old woman by products like yours, because it feels like cellular healing. So talk a little bit. I know you have a, you've used a lot of products on women, a lot of products on women going through the menopausal journey. How can we start to use some of the herbs that you've grown, the plants that you've grown to bring not only cellular healing back to bring, but to bring some balance to our hormones and maybe even our neurotransmitters back into balance as we move through our 40s and 50s. You know, we we bought the farm. So Obviously, 
you know, my approach to plant medicines somewhat, you know, it's all about abundance, right? I, mm. I love, I want to bathe in it. I want to immerse myself mm. fully mm. In, in plant medicine. And I love it. as I immerse myself, like I don't, I don't just like put a little thing on my wrist when my wrist hurts. If my wrist hurts, I douse, you know, my finger to my shoulder with, mm. you know, the finest oil that I can find. Um, and, and I, as I move forward through the plant medicine, I, I just trust so much because you, you learn how amazing it is and the trust and, and it, the wisdom that's within the plants and the, and the information. So we're, we're drinking the tea, you know, consistently. We're sprinkling the, the spices on our foods. We're putting them in our smoothies. We're using the salves. Um, we have a botanical body butter that's just beautiful. We have a comfrey salve. Amazing. Yeah, it's 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 got it's cacao. It's really good. I it. can attest to that. Yeah, yes. using using kawaii beeswax. I mean, using uh, macadamia oil. Those, like, really understanding where your where your medicine's coming from, and 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 then when you get the goods, you know, not hoarding it, using it, mm. um, using mm. it on your body, like learning how to treat yourself, learning how to you know, not play the victim, not rely on others, massaging yourself, right? Mm -hmm. um, massaging your feet on the daily, really practicing, you know, self-care and self-love in, you know, in order to build that respect, that self-respect up. Mm. Um, and as you build that self-respect up and as you build that, you know, practice, um, in fact, the, it just becomes easier. And your body mm. actually requires less, but certainly, uh, you know, women in their forties and fifties, and and um, having having children, certainly um, lack of of village like communities that that the Western world has mm. been experiencing. There's been a tremendous amount of pressure put on women. Um, in a, in my opinion, you know, that ends up becoming um, an extremely challenging mental and physical experience after, you know, once the child, children are born because of the lack of, of village and community that, yeah. that exists in our culture. Cool. It's just, yeah, I don't, I, it's a topic. I have a tough time it's discussing. Um, yeah. so, so, so now it's for women, it's about, in my opinion, building that self-respect back up because they had to let go of so much. Yeah, yeah, it's, that, it's so well said. So uh, one interesting thing, after we left your, your farm, the next day, it, you, I think we had told you that we were staying at the one hotel, and I went to get a massage, and they were using all your products. And uh, I, there was a whole bunch of oils that they used in the massage but when I got done with the massage, I was sitting on the beach and I had this thought in my head, which was, I think I am the most relaxed I may have ever been in my entire life. Every cell in my body felt at peace. And so I went, I actually went back to the spa and I was like, what did you rub on me? And this is my favorite product of yours. And I want to talk about how I've used it because I think it's really revolutionary in the in its use, and that that's your kava serum. And so what I've done with the kava serum, and I can tell you as a 53-year-old woman, 
is I, I actually rub it on my sacrum at night before I go to bed because the sacrum is the, is the root of parasympathetic, the parasympathetic nervous system. And it has been a major tool in helping me sleep throughout the menopausal journey, which so many women struggle. So talk a little bit about what the, when we put something topical as opposed to breathing, uh, smelling something, as opposed to drinking something, is that when we, like I drank kava for, for a while, for a long time. What is it about topical versus ingesting it that's different? You know, we just drive so much of our nutrition, toxicity, medicine, all of it comes through our organs. And it's mm. like, bleh, you know? It's mm. like so much on our liver and gallbladder and pancreas and stomach. And it's just a lot. And yeah. so, so when we have to like address an acute issue, to address it through the organs becomes really taxing on your, on your mental and emotional health. Um, mm-hmm. So if you can address an acute issue, for you it sounds like potentially it's you know, a, a sleep or restoration, um, a restoration concept, and you can mm-hmm. do it without having to, to go through your mouth, which is what we all immediately do, take a pill or take a mm. you know, drink of something. It's all like, I can only fix myself if I put it through my mouth. But once you once you realize your third you know your third um, lung is your is your skin and, the, and it's the largest organ mm. in the body, and you realize it through through profound medicine, right? That's how you learn. Or or jumping in a in a epically cold spring, you know, like a beautiful mm. spring or waterfall, it'll literally detox you from the outside in. Um, yeah. And and you can do it through meditation and breath work too. When you realize that you're you are this pulsating being, and and the idea that you can take in medicine through your skin, um, mm. assuming that the medicine is is on point, right? So um, then exactly. then we're talking about a whole nother dimension of relationship between plants and people. When you can access plant medicine through your skin, it's just a whole nother dimension. So um, that's an amazing feat, you know, and, and you've realized that feat. There's just different ways, gentler ways to treat. And, and what you're doing with that kava, I mean, kava grows, it takes three years to grow kava. And oh, wow. That's what's in that, that oil that you have. So we infuse it over a three-day process um, at a very low heat, 140-ish degrees, in this macadamia oil that is that is just luxury and and so medicinal in its own right. And so the kava going in is extremely grounding. And it, you know, to me, I think that's what you're feeling is yeah. how how grounding the kava is. And yeah. what the what the serum does, as opposed to taking it internally, where it, you know, that kava will go, in my opinion, goes right to your head. Um, but it also goes to your body. I mean, kava is known to address the physical body in a kind of, in a, in a more profound way and, and leave the mind alone for the most part. Mm -hmm. But then as you drink more and more, which I find happens a lot of times when you drink kava, you end up drinking more and more. Um, it does start to seep into, um, into the mind. So with the serum, with the serum, which is amazing is it stays in the body and mm. and and grounds 
And it's amazing yeah. that, you, that you're tapping it into the way you are. And you're kind of bringing your body back into homeostasis. And I think that's what we're, what we are missing in treating symptomatology is all symptoms are as a body out of balance. So what I've heard as a general theme, not only in what you're saying today, but what I heard when I was on Kauai was that it's, we're bringing the body back into balance using, using plants to do that. So, and it's such a, there's always a gentleness in that. Whereas a lot of detoxing is, is still a lot of extreme energy that's pushing toxins out. That's not what I'm witnessing from being on your farm and actually using your products is it just feels more like a gentle hug that brings you back into balance. And, and I love that and appreciate that. It feels really nurturing. I think it's actually a really brilliant idea. In fact, I'm even wondering if that it's, it could be used as what I would call transitional medicine, meaning that when you're transitioning out of the stress of the day, could you put it on the bottom of your feet and just take 10, 20 minutes and just to sit in a, in a peaceful place before you go into your evening routine? And maybe you do the same thing in the, in the, in the morning, but you actually had told, uh, I, I'd clued into something you had said when we were there, which is you put the one of the salves on your face and then you go into meditation. And and it's a beautiful way to use the plants to assist you in that spiritual healing. Do, is that just something you've intuitively come up with? Or is there anything that we should know about the spiritual part of these plants and how they can really shift us not only on an energetic level, but on a spiritual level? Yeah, well, like certainly our, our hydrosols. So we have a steam distillation of the spirit water of the plant. They're called hydrosols. And like our Tulsi hydrosol, we could spray on your face. That's going to mm. be an, an awareness experience. You know, it's a, it's a beautiful perfume, um, but also is, a, is like an antidepressant. It, it has a, a happiness vibe to it. Um, mm. and, and certainly the oils are going are gonna to help with circulation so that when you, you know, through meditation and breath work, you know, you're you're only going to drop in, in my opinion, in a you know deeper place by, you know, burning that sage stick or or mm. rubbing you know plant medicine on you, and you know all the the plant medicine is a component. Like in in my coaching practice, um, you know what I teach is and and also practice is the five components, which is plant medicine, nutrition. You know, and the plant medicine is going to call in, you know, more mm. watery foods, mm. more slippery foods, foods that are easy to digest. Mm. Um, it's going to call, so nutrition, so herbal medicine, nutrition, it's going to call in the yoga, the stretching, you know, the expansion mm. of the physical body to be more, you know, more postural and, and more in tune with mother nature in its posture. And then um, meditation and breath work. So, all mm. five, all five of those, you know, herbal medicine, in my opinion, being a, for me, it was, it was the interceptor. It, it allowed me to intercept my nutrition. And once I got those under wrap, mm. you know, once I could get those under control, um, cause I was out of control. And so I, I switched up my, you know, pH, I got my alkalinity, you know, flushed out and, and kind of under control. And then I was able to to start moving into, you know, my breath work and, and yoga. Yeah. Yeah. And I love the idea of calling it in. That was so well said. And I think, you know, a big summary of everything you're saying is with each move towards 
a healthier body away from a polluted body, the body craves another move. And then it craves another move. And when we've become so disconnected from our body, when we go to get healthy, we, we don't, it's hard for us to intuitively know what we want. But using something as beautiful as comfrey salve on your, on your, uh, on the bottoms of your feet or my, one of my favorite teas that you have is the green energy tea. I, drinking that in the morning and I feel like all of a sudden I know what's best for me. Whereas the, every other, like even a cup of coffee or getting up and rushing to my day, now I'm disconnected and I don't know what's best for me. So what I'm hearing you say is that the plants have a way of calling in the other pieces as you use them more frequently. Would, would that be accurate? Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, so accurate. The foundation, you're talking about foundation, right? And, yeah. and versus like a compulsive being right? Where you're just going from place to place to place. And, you know, you might be like, create, you know, adding more money or adding more houses or making more friends, but it's like, what, what's the intention? And, 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 you know, what's, are, are you truly in alignment? You know, yeah. What level can we get to as far as control and the herbs really help support that awareness? Um, our thoughts and, and emotions. Yeah, so agreed. Well, I, I just love the way you speak of plant medicine because I feel like, and, and, and experiencing your farm also sort of solidified for me the power of the right plants grown in the right soil in the right environment and how healing that can be. So I, I just really appreciate you. I appreciate what you all have, have done there. Um, I do want to end on on two of my favorite questions this season and I really have been focused on teaching people self-love this year. Um, you know, especially women as we go through our menopausal journey, we need more self-love. So do you have a self-love practice that you, I mean, it sounds like everything you do at the farm is self-love, but do you have a self-love daily practice? And my second part of that question is, what do you think your superpower is that you bring to the world? My self-love practice at this moment, because it does change, um, I am loving my meditation. Um, mm. You know, it, it's, for me, it's a way that I, I close my eyes and um, I work on the two things that are basic principles of being a human being, and that is breath and posture. Um, and as I, as I work on my breath and my posture, I, I fall into alignment with, you know, with, me in the universe. Um, mm, and, and it's just, it's so simple. And love that. yeah, so that's the self-love. Although I do a lot of other things too, um, but that's my day-to-day. -day. I love and, it. And then other, what was the other question? The was oh, What I bring to the world. Um, yeah. The idea of, of sharing, my wife and I have been on a journey. Mm -hmm. My wife and I have a lot to share and, um, and we're excited to do so. And, you know, the plant medicine, but also our experiences and education. So at the moment it would be um, the experience that we've had yeah. and, and be able to share it and, and hopefully, um, you know, provide some, some knowledge for people to help heal themselves. I, I think that is such a profound answer because experience doesn't get enough 
credit in this world at life experience. And I would agree, you know, the moment I stepped on your farm, not only could I tell there was a vibrational difference, but you and I chatted about this when I was there. It was like, I was drawn to you. I was drawn to what your energy and what you were sharing. And, and your energy today is an accumulation of all of your experience. So I love that. That very well said. And I loved this conversation. And it makes me want to go downstairs into my kitchen and start rubbing all your products all over me again. Um, so where do people find you so that they can experience this as well? Yeah, so the, the hub is at kawaiipharmacy.com. So we are on the Garden Island of Kauai, and that's K-A-U-A-I, Kauai. And then pharmacy is with an F, so F-A-R-M-A-C-Y.com. And that's the hub, and, and we have Instagram at kawaiipharmacyt.com, and we have a YouTube. So there's lots to learn on our YouTube. Um, and yeah, those are the, the basics. Those are the big spots. And then we... We do have visits to the farm. If you ever come to Kauai, you come visit the farm at the moment. Um, and you can come for tea. And we have a retail store there as well. So we have a, an apothecary, if you will, there. Um, but on our website, this is all explained. And all of our products are on our website. And there's a ton of information. We blog every week. We have a newsletter um, that comes out every week. We do a, a lot of effort in that. Everything we do has a lot of intention all the way from. So, you can tell. And... And I really recommend people go visit you because that that is will solidify everything that you've learned today. So amazing, amazing. Thank you, Doug. Ryan, thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. I love bringing thoughtful discussions about all things health to you. If you enjoyed it, we'd love to know about it. So please leave us a review, share it with your friends, and let me know what your biggest takeaway is.